Today's episode on Six Figure Secrets for Fractional Executives is brought to you by myself, Bradley Jacobs. I'm the founder and CEO of MyLance. And today we're going to be talking about optimizing and using your LinkedIn efficiently to attract and close new clients. We're going to talk about your profile. We're going to talk about outbound. We're going to talk about thought leadership. We're going to talk about what holds people back from having success with LinkedIn. We're not going to talk about these massive volume approaches where we're just spamming our whole audience. But we are going to be talking about within 20 to 30 minutes a day max, I would say even 20 to 30 minutes, only a few times per week, you can have leads rolling in using your LinkedIn. So with that, let's get right to it. I'm actually looking at the data of my LinkedIn right now. And I do post multiple times per week and I've been posting for a number of years. So my numbers might be a little bit higher than yours if you're not, if you haven't been doing this. But I got last week almost 200 views to my LinkedIn. And if we think about that, if I'm getting 200 views or if I'm getting 100 or even 50 views per week, all of those are opportunities for potential clients. Now, not everybody might be in our ICP. They might, be, they may, might not be in our ideal customer profile. But those views are an opportunity. It's an opportunity to get that inbound, to jump on a call and see if there's an opportunity to work together. So how do we do this? The first thing I want to talk about is dispelling this notion of you have to self-promote in order to have success on LinkedIn. I know there's a huge amount of resistance to actually putting yourself out there and saying, I've done all these cool things, so you should hire me. I totally get that, and we don't have to do that. So if there's a major resistance there, then we can avoid doing that. And the way we avoid doing that is... What we're doing on LinkedIn is we are sharing our experiences. It's not about how great I am. It's about what the businesses that I've worked at have accomplished and what either the teams or myself did while I was there. And it can also be an insight, right? It can be a learning. It can be a win. It could be an experience. One of my top performing posts that I've ever written was a look into what it was like to launch Raleigh for Uber back in 2014 and contrasting the go-to-market strategies from Uber and Lyft. And so I established myself as an expert, not by saying, hey, here's how great I am. I established my expertise by sharing the experience of when we went to market, this is how we thought of all the various things. And that post ended up getting hundreds of thousands of impressions. At no point in that post did I share that I was consulting or advising or anything like that, but it actually led to 14 inbounds from various startups and middle stage companies that were asking to either pick my brain or ask to jump on a call with me to share what their company is doing and see if I could be helpful to them. So from one post, it got me 14 inbounds. And now that was a really compelling post. Turns out that one did that performed incredibly well. Um, and not all your posts are going to do that. In fact, most of your posts are not going to do well. And that's totally okay. But the point is, what we are sharing are experiences that we've had. So there's no self-promotion. And so we can kind of get away from that. Oh, I don't want to be that cringy self-promoter on LinkedIn. We don't have to do that to have success. So we've covered what you want to write about. You want to write about those experiences, those wins, those learnings. And the more that you can write from the I, the more likely you are to get engagement. The posts that start with you, they end up sounding preachy, right? You should do this and you should do that versus I experienced XYZ. And somebody else, even though it's coming from the eye, is going to relate to that. It's going to resonate with them and they're going to like or comment or share. 
And that's how you're going to get that engagement that you're looking for. So you're always writing from the eye. You're writing from those experiences that you've had in your professional career. They don't have to be consulting experiences. They can be from your W-2 job. Most of my posts are from my W-2 job when I'm sharing stories. And as far as frequency, I would post as much as possible within certain parameters. If you can post once a day, every day, that's ideal. I think for a lot of you listening, that's going to sound like a lot. So whatever you can commit to, if you can commit to three times a week, do that. If you can only commit to one time a week, that's okay, right? The key is to stay consistent with something that you can actually commit to. What I do is I write a long form blog post. So for MyLance's blog, I write a long post or one of our writers writes a long post, but it's usually me writing. And then I will chop that post up and I will schedule it throughout the week. So I sit down for maybe an hour, write and edit a post. I'll come back to it the next day. And then that's pretty much all of my LinkedIn posts. I can make five or six posts out of that from one week. And then actually you can reuse posts from at least a few months ago. So if a post is you know four or five, at least six months old, sometimes a year or two old at this point, but I will certainly reuse posts because at this point, a lot of people have either forgotten about it or had new followers, or frankly, if my following liked it the last time, they're probably going to like it again. So what you can do is you can sit down. The first step is to just brainstorm ideas, right? Just write headlines of things that you could talk about. And again, think about those things that you've done that are really interesting in your career, accomplishments that you've had, or just cool experiences or different projects you've worked on, and just write down a list of headlines. When I sat down and did this for 20 minutes, I wrote like 50 headlines, right? Just keep writing. Don't judge any of ideas. Just write down the headlines. And then you can write long form posts. Maybe you sit down once a week, write down a long form post about this, and then you can chop it up two or three or four or five times and use that for your week's worth of posts on LinkedIn. From a mindset perspective, again, we're going to expect that most posts do not perform super well. And that's totally fine. When we write a post that does not resonate with our audience, very few people see it. So it's totally okay. It's part of the process. And frankly, we have to be comfortable writing posts that a lot of people don't see in order to write good posts that a lot of people do see. So the key is to be consistent. Obviously, we want to focus on quality. We want to write really great stuff that we think is great. It doesn't mean it's always going to land. And that's totally okay. It's just part of the process. So from a mindset perspective, we need to just get over the fact that a lot of posts are not going to do well. And if we write 10 posts, and for every 10 posts we write, only three do well or two do well, that's a win. That's totally okay. That is expected. The best content creators in the world, A, they have really big followings, but they got there by posting consistently and being okay with posting a ton of underperforming low engagement posts. And that is totally, totally okay. And something that I've completely gotten over. And if at this point, when I write a post and it gets two likes or 10 impressions or whatever it is, and that's it, it's like, okay, move on. I don't think about it for another second. I go write another post and hope that it does better. Now that we have our thought leadership piece down, we are going to compound our thought leadership by adding new connections every single week. So think about these efforts where we are adding new connections with people that are in our ideal customer profile that are decision makers at companies, along with our thought leadership on a weekly basis. So we're adding new people that are seeing our content on an every day, every week basis that are going to generate inbounds. I've had people following me for a year that have been seeing my content over and over and over again. 
and then we're in the in the right time in the right place, then they'll either reach out or they'll go to my profile and then check out my lands. So these efforts do compound. It's a bit of a long-term play many times. It's very rare that someone's going to see your content one time, go to your profile and then ask you for a call, but they're going to see it two, three, four or five times. It takes a number of touch points and then they'll reach out. To add new connections on an every week basis, you basically have two options. You can one, do it manually, whether that's yourself, you're just going through people and you have kind of a list either in Sales Navigator, or you can just do a basic search in LinkedIn, or you can get a very targeted lead list from someone like Mylance. And then you can either do it yourself, you can uh, have a VA or an SDR do it for you, or you can use an automated tool. A lot of the automated tools have a cloud-based system and they're generally pretty safe against LinkedIn. And they will be doing these, this connection adding on a regular basis while you're sleeping 24-7. And you're limited at the number that you can do. At this point, depending on your profile, you can either do 100 or 200 per week. Um, and if you get a 30 or 40% acceptance rate, then you'll still be adding dozens and dozens of new connections every single week that will be seeing your content and thinking in their minds that you're a thought leader in this space and are much more likely to reach out. So these two efforts, you can see how they compound and they're perfectly aligned to uh, each other. The last piece that we're going to talk about is your profile. So someone sees your content, the first thing they're going to do is go click on your profile. And so this needs to be optimized for you to be making the best use of your content and connection adding efforts. So let's hit on a few things really quick. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but you probably haven't gone back to your LinkedIn in a while to update these things. So first is your photo. Get a clean headshot of just you. It doesn't need to be professionally done. It doesn't need to you know, spend a lot of time and energy on AI. You just need a clean cut photo that people can look at you and say, okay, great. This person is professional. That's number one. Number two is your headline. So this is where I think the majority of people make a mistake. They put something like operations at Uber, or they put fractional COO for startups, right? And that is just not good enough. We have an opportunity to really tell the person visiting our profile what we do and who we do it for. In a perfect world, your headline accomplishes actually three things. It's what we do, who we do it for, and a legitimizing phrase in there that shows that we're good at what we do. So let's give an example. I could say that I am a fractional COO that helps early stage food delivery startups launch new markets, given my experience launching Uber Eats in both Miami and Milan. So this sentence, and it's a relatively long one, but you can definitely hit, fit it in your LinkedIn headline. It hits on all three of those things. You know who I am. I'm a fractional COO. You know who I help, that I help early stage food delivery startups. That's who I help, early stage food delivery startups. What do I do for them? I launch new markets for them. So it's like an expansion play, right? It's a scaling and expansion play. And then I legitimize myself by kind of name dropping Uber and talking about a quick accomplishment there that I helped Uber launch uh, both Miami and Milan. So all in one sentence, you learn a lot about me. And you can imagine how much more compelling a sentence is like that compared to one if I just said, I'm a fractional COO for startups, right? Or I'm a fractional COO or I do operations at Uber, right? Um, so that is part two, is really nailing that headline. Now, after we do that, the next part is the bio. The bio is a place to do two things. One, show that you're a human being. 
I like to have at the bottom of the bio a few hobbies or areas of interest that I have outside of work. And the second thing is to list things either that you're passionate about, maybe you're passionate about AI or you're passionate about crypto or something like that, but really to list your accomplishments. I think this is a great place to just bullet out like, hi, I'm Bradley. This is what I currently do now. You could elaborate on that niche sentence in your headline. And then you could say prior to being a fractional COO, I boom, boom, boom. And they're like bullets, right? So you're just quickly like, I launched Uber Freight. I launched Uber Eats. I launched Uber Rides. I worked as a management consultant. I'm just listing out my past experiences and really focused on those accomplishments. It's not necessarily roles that you had. It's things that you did, right? I want to see the outcome of the work that you did to really hammer home the the kind of value that you can add. After you focus on the bio, the next step is to really detail the past roles you've had. And this is another common place I see a lot of mistakes where people are detailing out roles that they had, but they're actually detailing out what the company does or it's just blank, right? They're just like, I was the head of operations at the Series A company and they just had nothing else. This is a great opportunity to detail out the work that you did. So when someone's already interested by your headline and your bio, they can dig in a bit more granularly about the work that you've actually done. And then the last piece that we're going to hit on are those links that you can have. So there's a place in your profile to have featured links. This is a place where you can have a lead magnet. You can have a giveaway of some sort. If like you're a marketing consultant, you could have a a free checklist that you give away to determine like a scorecard for your marketing efforts. Um, Or you could simply have a link to your Calendly. This is also a great place if you have a website for your consulting business. MyLance gives you an HQ that's just under five minutes, the landing page for you. It's completely free. So if you want to check it out, you're more than welcome to. If you spend the time and effort to spin up a Squarespace or a Wix or a WordPress page, you can also link this here. And those pages are great to focus on your consulting niche, whereas your LinkedIn is a little bit more of a professional bio. So this is a good place to put two or three links. At a minimum, if you have nothing else, just put your Calendly so that people can easily book time with you. And in those Calendly links, it's a great place to ask some vetting questions. So if you see someone booking uh, a time with you and they're not really in your ideal customer, they're, they're kind of putting some weird stuff in there, you can, of course, easily cancel that invite and kind of no harm, no foul. And now we've covered the three major topics, which is one, optimizing your LinkedIn, two, writing thought leadership on honestly a very regular basis, ideally daily, and three, adding new connections every single week. These efforts are all going to compound and they're not going to pay off immediately, right? This is a game of consistency and patience and iteration. But as we go across the weeks, across the months, this is going to generate inbounds for you and you will get better at writing. You will get better at targeting your ideal customer. You will get better at refining these different processes that enabled you to have success with your business development. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Come check us out, the MyLance community. We're at mylance.co. We have a free community of vetted top elite fractional executives that are all are earning great money either on the side or full-time. Um, we also sell a lead generation service where we are identifying the absolute best leads for your business, making your BD efforts that much easier. Um, we look at companies that are in your niche, that have budget, that have a gap on their team, that are fractional friendly, and where you have warm intro paths. And then we bring in not only the companies, but also decision makers, emails, and LinkedIn. So you're making the most efficient use of your business development time. Come check us out. Um, At a minimum, the community is free. 
We also give you that HQ product that I was mentioning. That's a turnkey website. Um, follow me on LinkedIn as well. I'm Bradley Jacobs, the founder of MyLands. I'm publishing content every day uh, on how to optimize and grow your consulting business. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, and if you find uh, a friend that's also w- interested in this, please share. That uh, would mean a lot to me. Thanks so much for listening.